and welcome to Game On presented by No Tokens Required. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And today we are talking about Far Cry 5, developed by Ubisoft Montreal, Ubisoft Toronto, Ubisoft Shanghai, Red Storm, Ubisoft Ukraine, Ubisoft Reflections, published by Ubisoft. And Caleb, how excited for this were you? You know, I I don't know. I like um at the time i'd only played a couple of the far cry games mm-hmm. it was not a like a big franchise for me it, it just appeared to be another big world first person shooter which around this time you had fallout which i was way more into mm-hmm. type deal um and it like it there just didn't seem to be anything that really like stood out to me yeah about this game uh but you know i i I think it went on sale and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll give it a try. I liked far cry three. I think it was three is three. The one where you end up with the, well, <laughs> is three, the one where you end up with, uh, you're this lone survivor and you end up with a cult. And you know, <laughs> no, I like at the end of the game, you're given the choice to either go with your friends or stay with the cult. Is yes. that three? Yeah. It's three. Yeah. Yeah. I played three and I really liked three and I really liked that twist ending. Because, uh, you know, I, I chose to stay with the pretty lady. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, like, I had fun with that. And I was like, you know what? This one, this one for a change actually takes place in USA. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's something different. We haven't really had that yet. I, I'd heard some good things about it. So I, I was like, man, eh, fuck it. Why not? Let's give it a try. <laughs> Um, and I, I was pleasantly surprised, like it was fun, but it's, it was a lot more of the same game mechanics that I've come to be used to with Ubisoft. Yeah. You know, what about yourself? Uh, so I kind of similar to you, I was excited, but apprehensive. I was afraid it was going to be a little bit more of Ubisoft's like bread and butter kind of stuff. Um, I played through Far Cry three and I really did enjoy that one. Never really got around to playing Far Cry 4, but, um, you know, actually my sister was playing this one and she was talking about how much she was enjoying it. So I figured I'd give it a shot. And, you know, I guess we should probably put a disclaimer that, yes, this game takes place in America. Yes, it takes place in a rural part of America. And the people that you're going, the, the enemies that are portrayed in this game uh, there was a lot of controversy about oh, yeah. the political standpoint um, of these people. And I kind of liked how Ubisoft handled it. They, um, you know, they, they kind of poked fun at themselves and they kind of poked fun at the situation. Um, it's not really a spoiler, but there's a, um, a moment where you, you meet a, a, a companion you can get and you and he have this conversation where he's like, I'll call you whatever you want me to call you. I just want everybody to be free and, you know, happy. And that's all perfectly fine. So this is not our opinion. It's just us talking about the game when we talk about that, you know, yeah, the the main protagonist is kind of a religious cult leader. Zealot. Yeah. And he's a religious zealot through and through in my mind. Yeah. yeah. And it, it does have some pretty extreme ideas. Um, but well, yeah, I was excited for it. So, you know, the, the game developers were actually heavily inspired by like several social 
political events in history, right? Cold War, mm-hmm. September 11th. Um, so, like, that that should tell you right there. They were inspired by those events in our history to help create this game. Um, and n- neither of those events in history are really, like, um, good. <laughs> I like so yeah it 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 definitely does play on a level of extremism and everything and what actually really kind of surprised me about it is how eerie and accurate it was into a cult's mindset yeah like that's what freaked me out was like if this wasn't a game, if this was actually real life, I would be terrified AF. Like, oh, oh my yeah. god, yeah, it is. It is a terrifying thought if this were to actually happen in real life, because you know, basically, it's you've got one guy who's leading a cult. Yeah. His his heralds or like his lieutenants. So they're like two of them are his brothers. Yeah. Rachel Jessup, also known as Faith. They say she is my sister. But again, this is a um, religious zealot cult. They're all brothers and sisters. Yeah. But I do know like the three boys are related. They're all seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, and seed is their last name. The leader is Joseph Seed. Um, but yeah, and, and it takes place in Hope County, Hope. Montana, yep. which is. 100% fictional. <laughs> so you have, like you said, you have Joseph Seed, who's the leader, and then his two brothers, Jacob, which is, you know, it's typical video game standard affair where you've got Joseph, or I'm sorry, you've got Jacob, who is the soldier, and he commands all of, like, the military might of this group. You've got John. He's the religious leader for everybody in the group. And then Faith is actually a botanist, and she creates the hallucinogenic drug Bliss to kind of mind control some people. Uh, Everybody. Like, they literally, they kind of hit the three big factors, Mm -hmm. right? Force, religion, and being high out of your mind. (laughs) And, like, in all honesty, that does kind of create the, like, perfect follower you Mm. can manipulate them in so many ways with that psychologically speaking like that's that's the trifecta right there (laughs) that's exactly the word i was going to use yeah it's a good trifecta and well and that's what kind of scared me is Mm. like this game was almost like a freaking blueprint for how to start your own religious cult yeah like there was there was no doubt did you by chance ever watch the actual live action like it was like a half an hour movie for this game no so it 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 came out shortly before the game released and Mm. that's what kind of made me a little bit more interested in the game as i watched it I, i saw it on youtube i started watching it and it's basically about this like group of four friends who hear about this cult in hope county Mm -hmm. and one of them has like a sibling or a family member or something who kind of like ends up getting kind of involved in it okay and they're trying to free them but they decide to do it through like a journalistic like podcast type style thing of where they go in they're going to infiltrate the cult they're going to find their family member and then they're all going to escape and of course it goes tits up real quick yeah 
Um, and there's actually a point in the game where you find a certain collectible that is referenced. It's a reference to that half hour movie because they they have a tape recorder. Oh, really? And you find the tape recorder. That's cool. Yeah. And it, it was kind of one of those like, oh, shit, what just happened? Like, oh, my God, this this went way south, way fast like wow Mm -hmm. and it it was all live action and it it wasn't that bad like if if this is a game that you're interested in playing definitely check out that little thing i think it's still on youtube i'm sure it is somewhere (laughs) um but it gives you like a good little pre thing to to what you're gonna experience throughout the entire game yeah yeah that's pretty cool i need to go watch that now Hey guys, just want to give you a heads up. From here on out, there's a ton of spoilers. Listen at your discretion. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so the game starts. You play as the rookie. You are a sheriff deputy tasked with going and arresting Joseph Seed. Now, I love it because there's a couple of different options you can actually do at that point. We'll save, we'll save one for the end. But the one you can do is you can arrest him obviously you have to save it till the end uh, okay hold on because like it's just too good it is uh, because it, it it's something that they have d- they've started doing in the far cry series mm-hmm. I, I can't remember if three did it i don't remember anything like it but i know four did it yeah and it was a, it was a funny little thing like in four you get captured by the main bad guy as you enter into India mm-hmm. because you're there to release your father's ashes or mother's ashes. I can't remember mother or father's ashes. And he captures you and he brings you to his little palace and he sits you down for dinner and something happens. And he's like, just wait here. And he leaves. And at that point you have two choices. You can get up from the table and start wandering around the room and then eventually escape his palace and go out into the big world game or you can sit there. And if you sit there for 15 minutes, yeah, it's a long time. It's a long time. It's a long time. Uh, in the game world, you know, like being a gamer, I'm kind of like, yeah, are 15 minutes is a long time. Me? <laughs> but if you sit there for about 15 minutes, he shows back up and he goes, okay, let's go do this. And he, you board a helicopter with him and you fly to the little place and you release the ashes and then you hop back on his helicopter and he takes you back to the border and that's the end of the game interesting you you can beat it in like 15 minutes man that's crazy yeah yeah so this is a new thing that they've started because in this game the same option is available Mm -hmm. you are told as your rookie cop to arrest him yep and then you just stand there (laughs) and if you decide not to arrest him that that that's basically yeah. the end of it like they don't arrest him you you end up leaving um the and the, the, the game the ends. lets you leave peacefully <laughs> yeah. no no conflict or anything and the game ends yeah and you beat it in like 15 minutes <laughs> and done and done and you're just kind of like fuck i paid 60 bucks for that <laughs> like what the hell <laughs> But that's not how it's supposed to go. Yeah. If you how wanna, is it supposed to go If you down? actually want to play the game, then yeah, you go to arrest him. As you're taking him away, you get attacked, you fight your way, and then you're on your own and you're tasked with going to, um, there's three different areas of Hope County. Each area is controlled by one of the siblings. 
And I like how it's all like everything looks different. Like every area looks different. You know, the, the area where um, John, who's the Baptist, he's yeah. the, the, the religious leader, you know, his is all like a town. It's yeah. You know, it's, it's like a bar countryside. Yeah. 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 You know, um, you go to where Faith is, and hers is all like sprawling meadows, and, opioid fields. Yeah, big old opioid because fields. Because that is how she's using the op- opioids to create bliss, mm-hmm. which you see them like baptizing people in, and oh, the yeah. rivers and stuff. Like it, the bliss is far more heavy in oh, yeah. her area than it is in any of the others and the cool thing about her area is that if you spend a lot of time in those fields you actually start having hallucinations like i like enemies will run at you you will shoot at them and then they just disappear or a wild animal will show up and you'll go to do something and then it just disappears like you can't really trust she fucks with you she does it was really good like she by far was the creepiest and like nope i saved her till last yeah and and Jacob's area is, is more wooded areas. It's up in the hills and that kind of There's stuff. There's a couple of bunkers. In yeah, it bunkers too. and stuff like um, that. Yeah, it, you can definitely tell it was built more for defensibility. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, the, like it's cool. It's cool how they made the maps like that because it, it did make you feel like each area was its own little slice of, slice of the world. And they really got the freedom to control and run it. Mm-hmm the way they wanted to because like the the military guy he uses not only a combination of military tactics and military discipline but he also fucks with you with drugs yeah in he, that. like conditioning yeah yeah there's a um a really cool it's one of my gripes about the game yeah. but there's moments where like as you complete tasks in each person's area you inevitably be inevitably get caught by them and have to do something so like you know for yeah for john's stuff you know you meet him at a church and you have this big exchange or for jacob's stuff you get captured and then he conditions you to like run through an obstacle course and the first time you do it you're fighting actual bad guys but then the next time you do it you're fighting like good guys yeah and the time after that you're fighting civilians like like you can see the level of the manipulation going on and being conditioned to do certain things yeah um no and i really like but again it's it's an ingenious thing like this literally like i i'm honestly with the way of the world even even back then this game was produced in 2017 there were things coming out about stuff and everything. We we, we had our censorships and our restrictions and everything. I like playing through this. I, I remember sitting there one time going, oh, wait, no, I guess it's 2018. My bad. Well, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was being made yeah, in 2017. Yeah. That's why but, I didn't correct you. But yeah, it was released, it, in, released 2018. in 2018. But I was playing through it and I'm just like, how did not some executive somewhere for some board or something go? No, no fucking way are we letting you release this game because it's not it's not like Fallout where you're in a post-apocalyptic world, you know, that happened in the 50s. And and now this is where you are in the 2000s and it's still apocalyptic and you have all these little creatures and it's heavy into the science fiction aspect. Right. Mm -hmm. Or like a fantasy game where I'm wielding a sword and a shield and fighting uh, goblins, fighting goblins. Yeah. This, this is modern America 
everyday people fighting for their lives on our home turf. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, how you literally gave somebody the blueprints for a cult. Here you go. Play through this game. Observe what they do. Read all the extra shit. Like if you could, if you're like me and you go through and you collect literally every single collectible that you can find it blueprint right here, black and white (laughs) here. Here you go. This is how you want to do it. You want to be a religious zealot leader. Here you go. Yeah. Right at your doorstep. You can buy it for 60 bucks. And I went, no, (laughs) no, this terrifies me more than anything because it was those little things like John, right? John's the religious one. Yep. The way that he uses religion and uses the Bible and uses the, you know, manipulates the scriptures. And I do call it manipulation Mm -hmm. um, of that is scary. It is it is so eerily accurate. Like if you just closed your eyes and listened to this stuff, because he broadcasts it throughout mm-hmm. his little area of of the world, and you just listen to it. You, I I don't know about you, but I was like, I could get drawn in. I could I could this this would be not too hard for me to go. You know what? That makes sense. <laughs> I see what he's saying. You know, mm-hmm. like, and really get kind of pulled into it. And then when you combine that with the bliss, yeah, you're just kind of like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, now I'm high and I'm listening to this. And then I have the militarization. And then I have Faith doing her botanism shit to make it like even more kind of like under. She. She fully understands the effects of bliss. Mm -hmm. She fully understands what it's putting your mind through and how to twist and manipulate that. And yeah, you're, you're just done. Well, the best enemies are guys are people that you can relate to. Right. I mean, if the enemy is just, (sighs) I want to destroy the world because I don't like it. It's kind of hard to get behind that because it's like, well, then what do you do after you destroy everything? It doesn't really make a lot of sense. Something like this, where it's, it's, oh, the outside world is bad and I will tell you why and let me show you a much better and happier way to live and do things and all you have to do is do all this stuff I tell you to. Yeah, it it is, it is more relatable. Good. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's for the greater good. Yeah. The greater I, good. Yeah, it <laughs> is just, it, it can get really creepy really quickly. Yeah. So, well, and like, so uh, for you, I went to John. Mm-hmm. Then I went up to Jacob. Yep. And then I went to Faith. Yep. Is that what you did? Yeah, because I started I started playing and then I stopped for a little bit. But when I started back up, that is that is how I did it too. Okay. Because I liked the area of John's the most. Yeah. And I when I went over to Faith's, I was like, ooh, no, I want to save this it, for last. Well, it kind of pushes you into John's area first. A, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Like, hey go unlock this tower well yeah right i love it so in in true ubisoft fashion and in all of their games prior to this one they were known for synchronization points and lookout points and you know climb this tower and look around and i love what they did in this game they make you climb a tower to fix a radio but as you're doing it the guy is like Oh yeah, don't worry. You're not going to be doing this all over the place. You're not going to be have to do this more than this one time. You're just fixing the radio. Like they're self-aware of, and making of what their they joke. Do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, 
I've noticed this a lot in the the more recent Ubisoft games. Like this is an older game that we're talking about. So far, we have talked about all of the Assassin's Creed games mm-hmm. up until this point. And as the games progressed, they definitely did become more self-aware of kind of the cliche things that they were doing throughout these worlds. And then they ruined it with Valhalla because there were synchronization points all over the place for that one. It was like, no, all right, or not. But uh, it was, it was, it's still funny. It Mm -hmm. is still a funny point because yeah, once you unlock that, which is in John's area, it unlocks the entire map. Like they were true to their word yeah. as far as that goes, which I was like, Oh, thank God. But yeah, I went through John's area and I, I of course did what I always do. Most difficult setting mm-hmm. right off the bat. And let me tell you the beginning of this game on that setting was almost nigh on possible. Yeah. Like it, it fucking, the smallest thing because like if you remember you have planes flying overhead Mm -hmm. plane would see you you're dead you have cars riding along the road car would see you you're dead you go to try and take a base now mind you you don't have like the best freaking sniper rifle or anything like that in the game you you've got basic items and stuff you try and take a base you alert the alarms you're dead. Mm-hmm. They hit you once or twice. You were dead. That was it. They're like, you basically had to rely on stealth yeah. in the beginning of this. But they added a weakness that's one of my big pet peeves. Hmm. You could buy your shit. Oh, yeah. You could You could buy your gear right off the bat. And because of the addition that I bought, it gave me this like uber sniper rifle uh, pistol shotgun and submachine gun and those were like it gave me those four starter weapons a shit ton of ammo and some tech points mm. i think they were called tech points but they were the skill points that you use to uh to level up your character and your abilities mm-hmm. right yep i didn't i didn't need to put any tech points in <laughs> like once i got my hands on that sniper rifle i done i could pick planes out of the sky i could kill off entire little encampments of enemies i could disable the alarms i could anything i wanted done Mm. and that that did kind of ruin the game for me yeah so i deleted it i did and then i restarted and i didn't use the sniper rifle so that it actually added some challenge but even then by the time i was done with john's area Mm -hmm too easy yeah you get good to go you get to a point where you either buy a weapon or you just can you just pick them up off the ground and you get to a point where they like you just will find the like handful of stuff that you're just going to continuously use because either it does the damage that you like it has the handling that you like or whatever yeah you know you just kind of fall into and i think that's typical in most games where after a point you're like i i know that i always want to use these two or three or four well on top of it there was a leveling system Mm. and any game that has a leveling system has one major flaw in a world like this if you are provided with countless amounts of grindable enemies, which you kind of are mm-hmm. in this, 
you can out level the game. Yeah. They're there. You just, unless if they, you, they've developed a, a good scaling system, which is easier for say games that are single player versus multiplayer, right? Mm-hmm. MMOs, they, they normally have a scaling system, but even then the scaling system is based off of what area of the map you're in. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I could be level 50 and go into a level 10 area and just fucking destroy everything. And there's those assholes in MMOs that do that. Yeah. It's harder in an MMO to keep the scaling to match what your leveling is across the whole world. Mm -hmm. You, You can't really do it. But in a single player game like this. Now there is a couch co-op function, or at least I think it, it's there is a co-op function in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but mostly it's a single player game. Yeah. And in a single player game like this, I think they could have done a lot better with that. Because I did. As soon as I got out of his area, I was so over leveled. My tech points were in exactly what I needed them to be. I had the handful of gear that I was gonna be using. Mm. I could stealthily take out whatever i wanted i had killed enough of the certain types of animals to get the components that i needed to upgrade certain things there was still some outstanding stuff but mm. not a whole lot nothing that really made make or made or broke the experience for me yeah. and just basically the rest of the game at that point on was just a matter of collecting all the crap wiping out all the bases and finishing the storyline there wasn't a difficulty to any of that I think the only other part that was difficult is when I went into Jacob's area mm-hmm. and his final fight. Yes. That was difficult. That was but tough. That was difficult because those aren't the tactics that I was using throughout the rest of the game. Because mm-hmm. the rest of the game, I was I was the stealth sniper. Yeah. Hide up in the mountains. Pink, 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 pink. <laughs> Cause a noise. People would be like, what was that? And walk over. Pink, pink, pink. Kill three <laughs> guys. Like, all right, let's. Let's go down and collect all their shit and disable the alarm system and claim the fact that I've destroyed this base and we're good to go. Because they even they even promoted it. Mm-hmm. They promoted stealth, if you remember. You took out a barracks is stealthily without raising any alarm or oh, yeah. anything like that. You got additional experience, mm-hmm. additional materials. Like They promoted stealth. So what did I do? I stealthed it the fuck up. <laughs> like, I did fly, enjoy flying the plane. Yeah, it's... The dog fights were fun. Yeah, Far Cry is really good about making vehicles really fun. You know, the boats are fun, the cars are fun, the planes are fun. And the same thing, like, you can buy a specific car if you want to, or you can just pick up one if you find it randomly on the road. Same thing with airplanes. Like you tend to, you know, you, you, you tended to know where there was a Mustang that I really liked. Yeah. Every time it got destroyed, it would respawn in the same hangar and I'd just go back to it. And... Yeah. There was a, there was like a gas station next to a lake that yeah. had an airplane and a car and usually a semi truck, like out in front of, I'm pretty sure it was a semi truck out in front of it. And that tended to be, your go-to my go-to place like if i ever needed anything i would kind of go there um and you know because you could because that's the other thing is that you can actually summon specific vehicles so like i could travel there use the vehicle summon to get the car that i would use if i needed it because i was always using like a a car that had like a, a machine gun on the back oh okay and so I would go there and, you know, spawn it in if I was in that kind of area. And yeah, yeah. you just tend to kind of learn where your things are and stuff. Um, 
But it, like th- there were difficulties too with the, the aspect of like, so I'm an achievement hunter. Mm-hmm. I do like to try and get achievements, mm-hmm. especially in long games like this. I'll go through the achievement list and see what's on there. What, what, what kind of achievements you need? Well, one of the achievements is to get into a certain number of dog fights in your airplanes. Right. And win them, of course, mm-hmm. like losing a dog fight isn't, well, it might be an achievement in some games, but in this one, it wasn't. And, uh, but I had a problem. By this point in the game, I had conquered all three places. Oh. Once you conquer all three places, they don't really fly around in their planes anymore. Oh, no. Yeah. So here I am. I'm literally for like three hours flying around in my little Mustang plane being like, where the fuck are the bad guys at? Like, I couldn't. I couldn't shoot these guys enough out of the sky 10 minutes ago. Now I can't find one to save my damn life. And I did end up looking online and reading. Yeah. If you conquer that area, once, once you're done conquering the area, they kind of stop spawning. You may get a airplane spawn every four hours in that area. And I was like, are you kidding me? It like, it really sucked. So, I never ended up completing the achievement because, like, even though it's a fun game, it was not one that I would replay. Through. Yeah, no, and I agree. But uh, with with all of that, let's let's go into the storyline a little bit more. We we've discussed like the weapon mechanics. You pick them up or you buy them. Yeah, that's basically it. You don't really get to upgrade them. You do have skill points which you can upgrade yourself, but it's basically more stealth, more attack, more you know. There's some, like you can you gain can, more resources from you, killing yeah, certain things. You can in, you can increase like uh, so you have companions in this game. Oh, I forgot about the companion. And yeah, you can um, you can like reduce their cooldown if something happens <sighs> to them. Yeah, she's <laughs> I love the bear. Yeah, um, you know, and each companion is different. There's like a sniper companion. There's a bow and arrow companion for stealth. There's a bear that's like a tank. Um, you know, there's like a mountain lion that's for stealth. There's a flamethrower guy, an explosives guy. There's a pilot. Yeah. There's a helicopter and an airplane pilot that it can do dog runs and stuff for you. And they just constantly, they just follow you around. Even the flying ones, Yep. you know, like you'll you be out doing your them thing in whenever. And yeah, you can, you can direct them to, to attack certain targets or certain areas or stuff like that. So it was real. I always thought it was fun to watch the guy in the airplane circle overhead and then he'd come in and do a strafing run yeah. or he'd drop a bomb or whatever and then fly off like that was a lot of fun yeah so this the the, the, and the yep. story naturally like they always progress you to get one companion in in every area but there's two companions Th- in every area three three companions yeah because there's area. nine altogether. okay but i know that the story naturally pulls you to at least one of them like cheeseburger you actually have to kind of go out of your way and do some side missions to get oh yeah like like cheese yeah like to get to get the bear whose name is cheeseburger like you have to go to the specific place and do some stuff i do remember that like the first companion though is like go here and help this person like it's, it's like specific that you need to go and do that yeah well in john's area it's the pilot the 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 airplane pilot he oh yeah yeah he's a part of like the storyline mission which in every area there's a meter at the bottom and what he was talking about with the 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 ticks as far as like when you're in the military area you get captured and you're conditioned to do this and then you get captured again you do this and you get captured again you do that every area has that Mm. which is where 
Ubisoft sticks true to its thing of repetitiveness. Yeah. Because in the first area, like you, you cause enough destruction and it hits the first tick mark and he kind of gets a little pissed and he sends a huge caravan after you type deal and you got to fight all these enemies off. And then I can't remember if that's exactly it, but like, I feel like that, that was what it was Um, because you end up in a huge battle and then like as quickly as it came is as quickly as it goes away. (laughs) And then the second tick happens and it's roughly the same thing as what you did in the first one, but a little bit different. And then the third tick happens. And then normally after you beat the third tick is when you can go and do the boss fight for that area. Yeah. Which all three boss fights are different. And um, like that's what you had to do in every single area. And during it, of course, every single time they're basically like what are you doing join up with us yeah help us you're you're just causing the end of the world to come faster you're 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 not helping stop it (laughs) yeah that is one of my gripes about this game is the in in like unexplainable where it's like oh, you've done enough to piss me off and now I'm going to come and trap you. Like, why, why would it, why why is it that you can like tolerate so much? And I know that video game has to video game. I get that. Rule of three, buddy. I just wish it felt, I wish it felt more natural, right? Like, and this game is filled with the rule of three. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's three siblings. Each one you have to fight, you have to face them three times. Yep. Um, like I wish it was more of like, hey, we're gonna make you go do this really difficult mission, and during that something happens and you get caught. Like yeah, that would have made it feel fill better. Fill up those meters just by like destroying caravans or yeah. taking over bunks or a uh, bear uh, <laughs> bunks. I'm taking a nap, buddy. <laughs> I, what I love is that I heard your glasses clink. Clink. <laughs> I, I was like the bunks. <laughs> <laughs> um taking over like the barracks and stuff like that and and the encampments throughout it. You don't have to do a single storyline mission to get to the point where you have to face the boss. Yeah. There's like a, it's called the resistance meter and everything you do gives you resistance points. And once you cross one of those thresholds, like you were saying, you trigger one of these events. So yeah, that was, that's one of my gripes about this game is that I wish it was more natural and didn't feel like there was literally a moment where, um, I believe I was in Jacob's area Mm -hmm. and I did something. I pissed him off and he was like, I'm going to send my guys out to get you. And I was just standing in the middle of this really long bridge and I was just sniping the guys that were running on either side of the bridge at you at me. I was just standing in the bridge and I was like, I'll snipe on one side, turn 180 degrees, snipe the guy on that side, turn another 180 degrees, go back, shoot that guy. Yeah. Like I just, I literally had to get to a point where I was like, I just need to walk away and let them catch me. If I'm going to continue on because you can outrun them. You can, you can move away from them. And it's like, and if you go into a different area, they stop chasing you. Yeah. And I just like, so, Again, it didn't make sense. Yeah, it was no. weird. And, and I, I didn't really like that because like I tried it when I went into mm-hmm. Faith's area. I didn't do a single main mission quest in Faith's area. And I was able to fight her. Interesting. Because I hit all of the ticks. Yeah. You don't have to. That's funny. And like, that's where I was like, that's a flaw in the game mechanics right there. Yeah. Me. That's a flaw in 
the way that they planned this out because like now I don't know any of her storyline. I don't know why she's doing what she's doing or how she's doing it or anything. I just know I've pissed her off a bunch. <laughs> she's basically like, all right, motherfucker, come get me. Like, we're done. We're done. You've burned my supplies. You've killed my zealots. I like, I'm all out of bliss. I'm getting like fucking, you know, the DTs. I'm, I'm let's do this mofo. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, that's, unsatisfying yeah <laughs> yeah especially since because you can go and kill her and you do kill her and then go do her main missions <laughs> and she's like talking to you and like shit that's so weird it is it is now with her in particular i might give a little leeway to you in that aspect because she uses hallucinations and everything like that and you do hallucinate her oh yeah quite a bit yeah so like for all i know those could have been just drug <laughs> drug hallucinations you know but at the same time it's kind of like you know they're not supposed to be mm -hmm. you know it's like yeah she's supposed to be here for this yeah yeah <laughs> but nope didn't matter that's crazy yeah but like once you wipe out all three of them you get to go to the big mama jamma yeah which he he goes and hides on this little island mm -hmm. in the middle of this little lake. And you can go to that lake beforehand and nothing happens. You mm -hmm. run around it, right? He's in the church. You can't enter it or mm -hmm. anything like that. But once you get there, you can enter the church and you have all of your companions with you. Mm -hmm. And he, of course, turns all of your companions and you like have to fight them and all that fun shit. God, that fight is so annoying. <sighs> it, it all kind of got annoying. That's the problem. Like, as I said, the only one that was kind of difficult and interesting was Jacobs because he goes and hides in a bunker, like deep underground. And you've got to like break into that bunker and like kill him in there. You did. You didn't have, you didn't have to do that. Oh no! I was, was it was it Jacob or was it? I I think that I, the military guy. Yeah, no. I he was he he and I had a snipe sniping fight. He was on top. Really? Of, he was on top of a mountain. Oh and I, no! And I was down. I was down, and he was sending waves of enemies at me. And I was working my way up this mountain while he was taking sniper pop shots at me. I didn't have that. Like he was in a bunker, and like I broke into the bunker, and then I had to run through the bunker, and I was killing his hordes in the bunker. I. That's why I meant by like it was different tactics for me because if it was a sniper fight, no, it was a sniper fight. I would have been just fine, but I actually had to like whip out my assault rifle and like, <laughs> oh god, all these fuckers are after me. And then I killed him in the bunker, and then you leave the bunker, and it's basically like, all right, well, you defeated him. On to the next one. That's crazy. Like I didn't have a sniper fight. But yeah, so like when you go to John, though, right? Mm -hmm. John's the main guy. No, Joseph. Joseph, sorry. Yeah, John, it's Joseph. okay. They're all J's. I know. Fucking J J S. Um, but when you go to him, yeah, he, he starts fucking around and like you're better at the end part than I am. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you take it from here because you you like you remember more about this than I do. Well, so first we have to we have to explain 
that the the character you play there is a mild mild level of character customization you can choose between genders so i played as a female i played as a male and you so after you fight him well because you get to what because you get to joseph yeah and he says you can either leave your friends here as being mind controlled and you can leave and i'll let you go or you can fight if you leave stuff happens i chose to fight what you have to do is you have to like knock out your companions and then kind of wake them out of their days. And then they'll, they will help you fight him. And once you defeat him, you arrest him, put him in the car. But this whole event, their whole tactic has been to um, infiltrate decommissioned nuclear silos. And they're trying to detonate these nuclear warheads. And as you're driving away, the warheads detonate. So it's this really intense action scene where you're driving through, you know, like the landscape is being burned and there's trees falling and stuff like that. I don't know how you're still alive. Physics be damned. Video games got a video game. Whatever. And eventually you crash and Joseph captures you and drags you to this bunker. And I remember you and I having this conversation because you were like, well, I thought it was really weird that he's like, you're down here with me and we'll be down here together for years and da 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 da. And you're like, okay, so what? And I was like, well, because I was a female, like that has a totally different creepy connotation to it. Yeah. And yeah. And that's, that's how the game ends. So it's this really, um, it's this really interesting way because this is a game where like technically the bad guy wins because if you don't arrest him at that final fight and you just get in the car and drive away, all of the mind control stuff that Jacob was doing to you gets triggered and then everything like kind of goes black. So there's no happy ending in this game, which I personally really appreciate. There are two ways that, any story can can get bonus points with me one is kill children because a lot of times we don't do that right a lot of times our art whether it's movies or video games or stories or anything like there's a good percentage of that that we don't we don't harm or we don't harm children yeah so if you're willing to kill a child in your story i immediately give you bonus props the second thing is if you let the bad guy win now i don't feel like my effort my efforts were in vain or or for not because that's just the conclusion of the story i did stuff i took out the siblings i liberated the country or the the county i'm sorry (laughs) The whole country, the whole country I liberated it. But still, at the end, all of my efforts were were in were in vain because he still won. But I'm not mad at that. But did he I win? like that. Well, that's that's the thing about this ending is I don't think he won. I don't think you won either. I don't think either of you won. Yeah. A nuclear bomb went off, man. You're he's just as trapped with you as you are with him. Yeah. Like as soon as he unhandcuffs you from that bed, granted, outside of the mind control that you go through if that doesn't trigger in time or whatever, you could kill him. Yeah. And like, boom, there you go. It's just, it's just you, you know? And then you could feel like the victor, like, yeah, I still got that motherfucker. <laughs> I still put him in the ground. Now I'm in this bunker by myself with his dead whoop. body. <laughs> Food's running low. <laughs> <laughs> and then you become a Wendigo. 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 But like, that's what I mean is like with this ending, I don't feel like it was either one. Yeah. 
Um, now the one where you walk away, mm-hmm. yes, that one I definitely feel he wins. Yeah, he wins a hundred percent. But the one where you end up handcuffed on a bed in the bunker, yeah, no, it's you're both kind of fucked. Yeah, right? well, well, he got what he wanted though. I mean, he did detonate the bombs. He did, and that was his goal. He did, yeah, and I guess to that extent, yes, you're right. Because, yeah, all those people that you saved and everything like that. Yeah, they're all forgot. Done. Yep. <laughs> but I, I. Yeah, I do give props to video games that are more willing to do those kind of things because mm-hmm. it's hard. It's it, it's hard. It's a tough sell. Right. Yeah. Like you have that one, per- especially nowadays, like with podcasts and Twitch streams and stuff like that. You have that one person who beats the game and then it's kind of like. That's how it ends. Mm-hmm. Are you flipping kidding me yeah and kind of yeah it's it's very easy for a person to be like i didn't win quote unquote at the end of the game like so all of my efforts all the time i put into this and i'm really upset about it somebody like me and i guess in some ways you yeah can be like oh well you know you left it as kind of like the bad guy gets what he wants ending and i still don't i don't feel like i wasted my time i just feel like oh my god now what yeah like, what's next yeah you know and, and like and with this one they did answer the what's next mm-hmm. they did come out with new dawn yep um which i never played me either um but like to my understanding it, it picks up right where this one left off type deal uh with was- what's going on in hope four years later yeah something, something like, like that, that. yeah it, it but joseph makes an appearance again mm-hmm. and so do you as the unnamed deputy okay yeah um and like but it, it's they they kind of give you the continuation of what happened afterwards granted it's a far cry game so it ain't pretty (laughs) (laughs) like i I imagine it's not like the greatest scenario but yeah so i i just it was all right i just didn't have as much fun with it as i thought i would just because after that first area it just kind of became a very samey repetitive just repetitive kill monsters kill this unlock base do the main story missions fight more bad guys and like i guess in a sense you could say like every game's to a certain extent like that Mm -hmm. but i it's the variations in the levels the variations in the difficulties the is the storyline really driving me forward which i didn't think like it was in this one the storyline i kind of was like meh Outside of it being a creepy fucking cult that scared the crap out of me because it's too realistic. Meh. Yeah, I I kind of felt the same way. Like, I, I never got tired of playing it, but I was having a struggle of like, all right, how, like, I feel like I need to kind of mix things up. So let me switch out my companions and try to go for more stealthy approach. Or let me try to go, you know, balls to the wall kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I will say that um, I do like that the the antagonists, yeah. they really had a nice diverse group of different character models. You don't like you will see the same people over and over again, but not to the extent of something like, you know, Assassin's Creed, where there's like only four different types. I felt like there was a lot more in this one. 
Yeah. You know, you had your guys, you had your heavy guys, you had your swift guys, you had your sniper guys, you had male and female, people of different race. Like there was a, there was enough. Eventually they just became another dead body. But yeah, like again, like nothing, like, none of them stood out. No. Like the most wasn't. interesting thing in this game is faith. Everything about her, because that is the creepiest part of the game. She is so creepy, dude. Yeah, and I would, I would have loved it if everything. Maybe I just am on like a, maybe I'm just on like a thriller suspense kick, because I would have loved a game that had just that. Like we are just dealing. But they have games like that. Yeah, they do. They do. You know, um, the one that people like the most, like Silent Hill. Mm -hmm. You know. Re the resident evil games some of those are, are kind of like that now we're talking apocalyptic style events with zombies and ghosts and goblins and stuff like that but they, they have those type of games mm -hmm. no like i played through this and, and like talking about it it kind of makes me go like i'd rather play the last of us yeah like I'd, I'd rather play that because that kind of gave me the the same kind of feeling of like, a, hey, you got to survive. You got to do whatever you need to to survive mm -hmm. and try and protect these other people. Um, But it was more thrilling. Yeah, there was a, there was more difficulty to it. And like, you know, and again, it was another game in my eyes that there is no winner mm -hmm. at the end of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I didn't walk away from that game going, yeah, I fucking won. Yeah. <laughs> I owned them. Mm, no. I'm the king shit. No, I walked away from that game going, I don't know how I feel. Like, <laughs> this is weird. And yet I played the second one. Uh, <laughs> but, like, and, and that's the that's the big thing with this. While I was playing it, I, I didn't lose interest, but didn't keep me interested either it yeah. was a good filler yeah of well, i don't know really what i want to play so i'll just play this some more mm -hmm. you know I, like i honestly think at if at that current point in time while i was playing this if anything anything else that caught my interest in the subtlest way mm -hmm. i would have jumped ship and played that yeah and like i'm finding that more and more like i hate saying it more and more with ubisoft games oh yeah like it, it, they used to be some of the the games that i loved the most and i just kind of find myself finding that feeling more and more and more with their games mm -hmm. and maybe it's because they all are kind of the the what? same cookie cutter thing yeah i mean they 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 really have found like the thing that they do and they do it well yeah but we're kind of tired of playing like the same thing, just reskinned, you know, which is again, I really appreciated that there weren't a million towers I had to climb in this to yeah. unveil the map. And I was like, that's a step but in the right direction. But there were a million collectibles for you to go and find. Oh uh, yeah. But you know, I mean, let's, 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 let's baby steps. We're just oh, baby sorry, stepping. Sorry. <laughs> and you know, so I was like, good, Ubisoft, good for you for realizing that we don't want to climb towers to reveal the map. Let's just keep going with that. Yeah. And then here comes Origins, Odyssey, Valhalla. And I'm like, did you guys forget what we were just talking about? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Why does there need to be so many synchronization points? But but even again, it, it's it's the sameness mm -hmm. like throughout it. 
in all of those games, there's a certain level of you're doing the exact same thing over and 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 over again. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's the part that I have. And I get it. Like the bigger the world, the more shit you got to put in it. But we we did Spider Man. Mm-hmm. That map's not big. No, there's a decent amount of stuff in it. I was well entertained with that game. There was some repetitiveness in it, you know, like the civilian, you know, the mission type deals of saving the civilians or doing the police car chases. Mm-hmm. And, and so there was a certain level of repetitiveness. But it wasn't so huge, and I wasn't repeating them so much that I was just kind of like, ugh. Yeah. But, and that's, I guess it is something that I've noticed with the the bigger map games is there's a lot more of that repetitiveness. Mm-hmm. Because they've got to fill it. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I'm not a game developer, so I'm not going to knock on, like, how hard or how easy it it would be to add some more variation into your video games. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just, there are times where I wish it was just more, not necessarily more to do, just more variation in what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, I just kind of feel like a rut Mm. and we're stuck in it. And Ubisoft is the one digging it deeper. Yeah, I, well, and so I've been on record as saying, I don't really like to take a crap all over somebody's creative thing, right? Because let's, let, let's be truthful about this. Yeah. This game that we bought, put a roof over somebody's head, yep. put food on in their belly, yep. clothes on their back, nope. them and their family. Like yep. this is like this game paid for somebody to live. And I don't want to take that away from anybody. No. But at the same time, as somebody who is like, I need to evaluate this at a consumer level. Well, and that's it though. Like what you could have done a little bit better. If, if I presented a game to you, that was run through this level and do this thing to beat it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like let's, let's take the original Mario Yeah, run through this level, come to Bowser, jump over him, hit the ax, kill Bowser. Do that a hundred times. Yeah. Yeah. They do. And it's I called- charged you 60 bucks for it. Yeah. Well, it's called Mario Odyssey, right? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Um, but you you know what I mean though. There, eventually, you're just like I'm done running through the exact same level. Yeah, I'm done jumping over the exact same boss, and you charged me sixty bucks for it. Like, why? <laughs> And that that's where my frustration comes from, because why is my hard earned money that I am spending on this consumer product worth less to you than you giving me a good product? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, does that make sense? I don't mm-hmm. think I made that very clear, but I, I, I just mean, like, why is my time, energy and effort worth less to you? Yeah. And I'm not saying that it is. I the people who made this could have put their heart and soul into it and been like, I think this is a great game. I think we've come up with something really, really good. 
and I'm sure they did, but as the consumer and as the player, and there are people who love these type of games. Mm -hmm. They, they live and die by them. It just wasn't for me. It wasn't, it wasn't my type of game. I just, I, I feel like even not even just video games, but kind of almost all art mediums Mm -hmm. as a whole. We're on repeat. Oh yeah. Let's, let's bring back something old. Mm -hmm. Like, I just saw on one of the new streaming services that they brought back Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was excited at first. And then I watched 15 minutes of it and I went, what the fuck is this? Like, and and that's, that's not saying there have been plenty of things that have been rebooted that are good. This one just happened to not Not. be. Um, But like, why are we rebooting Saved by the Bell? Why are we not creating a new Saved by the Bell? Mm-hmm. You know, like we're we're re- we're in this phase of just rebooting everything old. Yeah, and like I feel like this is a part of it. We're just creating the same thing and putting a different skin on it. Pretty much, and like all the Dark Souls games, I feel like are that way. They're all the same. They fucking here are these impossible to beat bosses. No, do you want? Guys in heavy armor and like monstrous blob creatures, or do you just want dudes in armor, or do you just want monstrous creatures, or do you want like gothic, or do you want samurai? Answer that question and I'll tell you which one to play. Jesus. <laughs> Fair point. But you are right. Fair I point. mean, it the 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 game style is the same. It's just changing the flavor that it is. I mean, right? It's like, the game mechanics. Like here are these impossible bosses with that you have to perfectly time dodges, never get hit by type deal, and you can beat them. It's a grind. It's like right. Look at Assassin's Creed. Right? We yeah. like Assassin's Creed in 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 concept. Yes. Right. We yes. liked some of the the way that some of the games were were designed. And then we go to play something like Ghost of Tsushima, which is basically, for lack of a better term, Assassin's Creed flav- like Assassin's Creed flavored in feudal Japan. Yeah. It's the same game that we've been playing. We have a big open area that we can go and explore. We have a mount that we can ride. Yeah. And we can sneak. We can do stealthy attacks. We can do all-out combat. Yeah, but the way that they just incorporated everything together made it so much better than the Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. Because they didn't have big old huge synchronization points that we had to go through. They don't have a giant world that's filled with the same thing over and over again. I know it. You hated the fox shrines. (laughs) There were just so many foxes. But that was a fresh take on something that we loved. Yeah. You know, and that's something I feel that could have helped with this. I think it's something that could help definitely going forward. Mm. Far Cry 6 is supposed to be coming out this year. And I'm kind of hoping that we get something fresh. You know, something like if if it's kind of a cookie cutter of Far Cry 6, Far Cry 4, or sorry, Far Cry 5, Far Cry 4, right? Do, do I hear Far Cry 3? Far Cry 3. Anybody Far Cry 3? Far, Far Cry 3. $50. I don't know. What? What the hell was that? Man, I don't I'm know. losing my mind. One of the things I will say, though, this is the first game that, like, 
and my adult the, life. The, the music score that touched the, you. The, the music actually kind of got to me. Like there were certain moments, you know, when you liberate a post, the music is super uproaring and lifting. It's this weird, well, like, look, it's I, like, I call it the Jurassic Park feeling. Yeah. <laughs> right. Na, 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 na. No, no. Like, like the, the, the scene where Dr. Grant sees the dinosaur for the first time and mm-hmm. he just kind of like, you can tell it totally like just moves every part of him and it's got that music playing yep. and you're like right there with him and you're like, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Jurassic Park feel. And yeah, the music in this, it's this nice mix of like country and glam rock and industrial kind of like. No, I will say the score is an incredible job. And I have been paying attention to the music in games a lot more. And there are some that I'm like, this is good. I like this. And there are others where I'm like, what the fuck are my ears listening to playing cyberpunk 2077 i when i first got into that and i went to go make my character and all the music that was going on in that i was like man this music's really bopping it's really cool the rest of the time the music was literally just background noise yep like none of it really jumped out at me nope after the first 10 minutes of hearing it except for the uh the cars when you drive around on your car that that punk rock i usually listen to night radio Oh God, maybe that's what I got to switch to. <laughs> that to me was the the easiest one to deal with. But in all honesty, I hated I hate all those games that have like car radios. Yeah, you know, I've never been a fan of GTA driving around in the car listening to the car radio music. Now, some like GTA does the funny stuff with like their talk radio. Oh yeah, I like listening to those because those are like it's funny little commentary, and you're just, you just know like. There's no fucking way. Yeah. There's no fucking way that any talk radio show on general radio is going to be able to get away with saying what the shit they say in that. Right. Yeah. No, this music, this music definitely like compels you forward. I I, like, I don't know how else to put it. I agree with you on that. Like this was good. Yeah. It was good enough that I feel like we should be calling it out because it fit really well. It wasn't overly in your face. And yeah, it did like when you accomplish something and the music that came with it just added to that level of excitement. Yeah. Um, No, it was perfectly timed, perfectly matched. It it wasn't something that should ever be taken advantage of. If you do play the game, definitely. I, I, it's something to take note. Yeah. So I guess final wrap up thoughts. Um, personally, I really, I enjoyed it. I probably wouldn't play it again unless I really felt like I needed to go back and go through like an old game. Maybe I would pick this one up. So it's good while you're eating it, but it, it'll fade pretty fast. So at this point it's two, it's over two years old, almost over two years. Well, no, it is over two years old. So you can probably get it on the dirt cheap. And if you haven't played it yet, I would say check it out while you're waiting for something else to, to play. Yeah. And see, for me, I I say it, it kind of felt more like eating a cloud. <laughs> it gives you something to do, but it doesn't really provide anything for you. Yeah. It doesn't leave a taste in your mouth. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't sate your hunger for any individual type of gameplay style in any way, shape or form. And 
yeah like it it was all right yeah. i never play it again but it was yeah it wasn't super exciting and thrilling to play but when i was playing i didn't want to be playing something else and that's t- tends to be how i judge a game like if i'm playing a game and i want to play something else it's usually to me is a bad game and this didn't have that but you're right like there wasn't a lot of substance to it nope it was a fun little ride a little bit long and you know what i mean it's you know it's hit or miss yeah, you're, you're either gonna like it or not <laughs> So, but that'll do it for us this week. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, hit us up on Podbean. Hit us up at our Facebook page. Um, You know, we are active on there. We will respond. So thank you guys for listening. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And until next time, game on. Thanks for listening to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. The opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of No Tokens Required. No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast. The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Game On is an exclusive podcast of No Tokens Required for you no part of this podcast may be used in any way without written authorization from No Tokens Required. <laughs>